4: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. A small little segment of your day where we're actually living life like it matters. You know, life should have a sense of urgency about it. Planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. Healthy people uh, have unhealthy moments. Uh, Successful, beautiful uh, happy people take their lives. Uh, cars get in crashes, planes go up, and sometimes they don't come down. It's not morbid. It's not fear-based. It's reality. And so in my leadership training, when I take people from wherever they are on Thursday night and take them to a whole new level by Saturday, just 48 hours later, later the first thing they see in their manual... Whether they realize or not, it's right there in front. It's this unknown quote. It's 11.59 on the clock of destiny. You've only got a minute. Only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon you, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it. But it's up to you to use it. You'll suffer if you lose it. Give account if you abuse it. It's only a minute. But eternity is in it. And what are you doing with your time? Because we all exchange our time. We mortgage our lives for a paycheck, for a purpose, for a proclivity. And today I'm on the road. You know, I uh, just finished up a class in Las Vegas last weekend. Uh, Team 239, no one left behind. Awesome group of people. And this week uh, you'll be hearing from some of them. But today, I'm going to get a little bass backwards. Yep, I said that. I'm allowed to say it on the radio. Uh, my producer said I could if I just say it bass backwards. I'm cool. Right? See, today on like It Matters Radio, I'm going to talk about fruit. Now, I know I'm in California. <laughs> so, uh, if you're from Texas, when you talk about California, you mention the word fruit. It's probably a little different than if you're in California. <laughs> Mentioned in, The word fruit. But uh, fruit is not just sweet, juicy produce. It is also the proof of what is inside a person. See, what people see outside is a byproduct of what is going on on the inside. So consider this logically. If a picture is worth a thousand words, then the fruit of your heart, body, and soul work is priceless. Priceless. See, I do intensive two-and-a-half-day trainings called Leadership Awakening, A Leadership Adventure, and then EQ, Communicating with Power. You can go to likeitmatters.net to read about those things. And the training I do is inside-out training. See, I believe when you improve the person, you improve the performance. And when you improve the performance, you improve all relationships, both business and personal. In order for training to be true leadership training, it must impact you at a personal level. So I believe, in essence, that leadership development, is really personal growth. And personal growth is flat out the most difficult type of growth there is because in order to grow as a person, you must start with the basic assumption that you're not perfect. The presupposition that you don't walk on water, that you're not omniscient, that you're a flawed person who is under construction, working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And I'm no Farmer John or Farmer Black or Farmer anything, but I do know this. If you follow the fruit, you can get to the root. Maybe you didn't hear me. If you follow the fruit, you can get to the root. And today, I'm going to be joined by guests, but it's a little bit different. Today, we'll not be joined by guests who went through my training. Nope. Been there, done that. We'll do that tomorrow, and we'll do that Thursday, because was a cool shows. So people love those. But today, we're going to go on the outside and look in. Today, we're going to talk to two people that have not been through my training, but here's why they're on the radio with me. They have seen many others who have been through my training, and so I wanted to share an outside perspective that people that have no idea what we do in our class, but they know we do something big, but they do know people have been through my training, and then what have they noticed? Because when you improve the person, you improve their performance. And when you improve their performance, you improve all relationships, both business and personal. See, that's what Dr. King was talking about. What we're talking about here is character. See, character is an inside-out thing. You know, we were talking about uh, John Wooden, Coach Wooden, one of the most successful any type of coaches of all time. And Coach was given something by his father. And he labeled it eventually a seven-point creed. And the way he called it, he said it was a timeless gift that his father gave to him as a teenager. His daddy titled it Seven Things to Do. That's what Abba called it. But he turned it into Seven Point Creed. See, creed is inside. Creed is your constitution. It's noble. It's timeless. It is in essence your character, internal character, expressed externally. And Coach later coined these as a seven-point creed. And here they are. Be true to yourself. Help others. Make each day your masterpiece. Drink deeply from good books, especially the Bible. Make friendship a fine art. Build a shelter against a rainy day. Pray for guidance and count and give thanks for your blessings every single day. I'm going to suggest that what we're talking about is Character. What's going on in America is, is a challenge for our soul. And it's all about our character. We used to understand what it meant to be an American. It was issues of character, God, family, country. I'm 57 years old, just turned 57 years old, so people my age know we were grown up with respect. Uh, when our mom said no, she meant it. And then she'd follow it up with, because I said so. And you listen. And if not, Um, your dad kind of slapped you or uh, disciplined you because you don't treat your mother that way you don't treat my wife that way you don't treat women that way remember we were raised with things called character and character is the inside out see that's what Dr. King was talking about Dr. King said I have a dream that one day my four little children will live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their character I have a dream today See, what Dr. King was saying was, don't judge me on my non-choices. Judge me based on my choices. But notice he doesn't say, don't judge me. He says, I look forward to a day when my four little children will live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin. But by the content of their character. The Bible is clear. It is appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. And all of you that are all wrapped up and on your little peevee parties because you don't want people to judge you, why not? Get ready. Practice, practice, practice. That's the best way to get to Carnegie Hall because you will be judged. You will find out someday if there is a God. And you know, life judges us too on our deathbed. Life judges us. Forget if you believe in God or not. When you're laying in a box at the front of a room, and people are talking about the impact you made. People are talking about the lives you changed. People are talking about the peace, prosperity, hope that you brought to people. Or they talk about the pain, abuse, and neglect that you brought people. See, six pillars of character are the core ethical values. Character counts. Words like trustworthiness and respect and responsibility, fairness, caring, citizenship. It all comes from the inside program. It all comes from those things called our beliefs. And so today on Like It Matters Raya, we are blessed because we're going to have a couple of non-graduates call in. And we're going to talk about what do they notice from people that have been through the training. What do they notice about their son uh, who, they, who they were with all their lives and now go through this training? What are they noticing? What's different on the outside? Because if you want to get to the root... You gotta follow the fruit. So, I'm Mr. Black, and today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about on the outside, looking in. We'll be back after these commercial messages.
5: That's like it matters.net
6: soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free odyssey app.
4: Back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about on the outside looking in. Because isn't that really what we all are? If we have people in our lives, people we care about, that we're really on the outside looking in. And we are called to have discernment. we all called to make decisions. We all have to be aware of what's going on around us. And we can only judge or decide based on evidence. You know, it's evidence that demands a verdict. And so all we can do is hallucinate, uh, hypothesize that the behavior that we see on the outside is coming from something on the inside. And so if you don't like what you're seeing on the outside, then really the key to changing that is to going inside, is to take a look at what's driving our behavior. Because everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And years ago, I learned a simple process that leaders have clear vision. And clear vision is about three questions. Where am I now? Where am I going? And what will it take to get there? And how long? And when people come out of my training, they've asked those questions. They were honest about where they're at now and they've got some work to do. They focus in on where they're going. What is it going to look like when you live a successful life? What's that going to look like, sound like, feel like? How are people going to remember you when you're no longer there? And the third question, what will it take to get there and how long? Uh, And unless we take our own life, none of us know how long we have on this planet. And planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. We have to have a sense of urgency. Because there will be a moment when we take our last breath. There will be a moment when we kiss that last one. There will be a moment when we get that last hug. There will be a moment when we say that last goodbye. And then all you got left is character. So what we're going to do today is we're going to go to the outside and look in. So today we're going to be talking to two graduate, I mean, 2 non-graduates, people who have not been through my training. But have seen my training through the fruit of others that have been through our training to show you that this training that I do is really inside-out training. Sanctification from God is inside-out training. Spiritual growth is inside-out training. When you grow older and realize things and develop a character, it is inside-out. So let's go to the phone lines, and let's welcome Deborah to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, Deborah?
3: I'm good, thank you.
4: Well, I'm so glad that you're joining me. I know this is rare outside of a famous person. I don't have non-graduates join me on the radio. And so uh, I wanted to join you because you, uh, you had a son who went through my training. Uh, you've had a lot of friends uh, that you know that uh, work with your son, have been through my training. So I just kind of wanted to see an outsider's perspective. Now, you, you know very little about what goes on inside my class, correct, Deborah?
3: Yes, nothing at all.
4: Yeah, nobody says anything. Isn't that weird? They won't tell you anything, huh? No, just you should go. That's yeah, I have a friend of mine that she used to say, Barbara Andrade, I still remember, she was in the uh, Minden area probably 25 years ago. She used to tell people, because it was such a drastic change, she said, if you want to know what I know, you got to go. Uh, she would just say that look him in the eye. If you want to know what I know, you got to go. And and you've given birth. Uh, it's kind of like a woman explaining to a man what childbirth is like, right? Uh, nothing you mm-hmm. say, and nothing a woman says can give a man who will never experience that the understanding of, of what you ever went through as a woman de- delivering a child. And so I, I'm just kind of curious because you had someone very close to you, a son, uh, go through our training. Uh, and Matt, he had shared with me just some incredible, uh, beautiful, emotional moments you guys had since class. And I was just kind of curious. I mean, you grew up with his son. You raised him. He, he came out of you. I mean, he's your pride, I'm sure. What did you notice different uh, when your son came back from the training?
3: Well, first of all, he was born a leader. Yep. And visiting you, um, I think, made him realize that. You know, the first thing I saw on his face was peace. And then the patience with my grandsons was just delightful.
4: So you notice a big difference? So,
3: oh, automatically, yes. And you mm-hmm. confirmed his leadership, and yep. he was just more a little positive.
4: Yeah, you know, you know the things
3: he needs it, to do.
4: Yeah, and that, people don't get how how self confidence is so critical. You know, I, I can capture your fingerprints and give you a ten thirty seven page printout of your brain and show you all ten natural innate elects, and I always call that self confidence called intrapersonal uh, in the in the brain mapping. But the intrapersonal is uh, about yourself. How do you feel about yourself, your leadership abilities, your confidence? And we call that the Superman intellect because when that one is high, it raises everything else. You know, kind of like the, uh, you know, at the company where your son uh, runs the company, uh, you know, rising boat lifts all tides. That's kind of the concept. and And it's the same thing. Now, you've also had a chance to have some connect, and you guys have always been close, but connect pretty emotionally. You've had a few emotional experiences with with him since he's been back. What do, what do you think stirs you up the most? Because uh, I know you've had some emotional moments with him since then, some talks and all that. What What do you think stirred you up the most about him that got you so emotional that you're noticing? Is it Is it just that he's realizing who he's always been, or what is it?
3: Well, I think, again, he was – he knows now that he is a warrior yep. for God, family, and country. You know, and that's been my prayer that he would just realize that, and,
4: you know, follow God's lead. Yeah, and huge. Matter of fact, I'm in his office right now, and just to look around the room, and I see one, two, I see two Bibles. Uh, on his desk. I see all this other professional stuff. I see golf clubs. I see all this stuff. I I always like to look at someone's (laughs) office to see what's important. You know, he's got his United States Navy because he was in the Navy uh, up there proudly. Uh, He's got a flag with a powerful quote on it from Thomas Jefferson. And then up in the top right up there, there's his certificate. Certificate of Commitment, Heart, Body, and Soul for Leadership Awakening. It's just so cool. And I want you to know uh, I love your son. Uh, You know, He is a gifted man and uh, I do, and uh, I mean that uh, love is a verb uh, he inspires me uh, he inspires a lot of other people uh and we 'll be talking to uh, uh your husband you know in the next segment and uh you know your husband you know let, set a good path for for him to follow uh, and uh Uh, It's just I'm proud. I had a lot to do with that,
3: too. (laughs) No, you had
4: nothing to do with it at all. Oh, my gosh. It's your nurturing. (laughs) This guy, I mean, you know, he's a good-looking guy. He's got tattoos all over. He's buff. You know, he looks like an Adonis. Uh, But, man, he's a respectful man. He's a God-fearing man. He's a kind man. And that didn't come from a man. Those qualities (laughs) come from a woman. Uh, So without a doubt, without a doubt. Now, I want to ask you a couple questions. These are selfish questions now. Uh, I also ter- heard he told me that you like the radio show. You listen to the radio show. Is that true?
3: I really do. Yes.
4: Oh, well, um, they shared to-
3: something with. They shared it with me after he came back, so it really mm-hmm. caught my attention.
4: And uh, I'll tell you, I love doing the radio. You know, I do a lot of things. I help a lot of people. And people always ask me, what's the thing that you do that you enjoy the most? And I wouldn't say it's the most enjoyable thing I do. I like to lead people to Christ. I like to mentor people. And like with Jed, when he gets so excited about the Bible, you know, I do a life caddy. You know, I caddy him, coach him once a week. And, you know, he told me the other day, he said, "Uh, uh, you know, what's so cool about working with you, Black? He said, we're talking about business. We're talking about profit margin. We're talking about this. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're bringing in Moses. Then all of a sudden, boom, you're bringing in David. All of a sudden, we're talking about Romans or the Psalms. And he said, that's how it's supposed to be, that our relationship with God is not this separate thing. It's part of who we are. You can't separate out. And that's what I think, you know, and that's what's got him so excited that all the seeds that you and, and Terry put in him, all those seeds, and the Bible says that, raise up a, a child in the way of God. Uh, he'll always return. And that's where that's where he's at right now. But what do you love about the radio show? Because you've been listening to it after, you know, Jed and them have been on. You still listen to it. What do you enjoy about the radio show?
3: Well, you are so intelligent. I mean, my goodness, all you know. And you're a bold teacher. Yeah. Very bold. And I just appreciate that and hope, pray more people will listen, you know. Yesterday you talked about, you know, we're confined by our past. Yep. You know, and I'm very much that. And, you know, you reminded me that there's things I could do about that. Yep. So that's just an example of, and I appreciate it.
4: Well, it means a lot to me. I, uh, you know, uh, Paul Harvey was a, a, a guy that I really admired. You know, he stirred people up emotionally and tell a story. And he would take the news and just process it commonsensically. And um, I really believe that's kind of what God told me, is that to the mindset of Paul Harvey and then what I do in the training. And uh, I want to bring common sense back because you and I don't need to agree together but uh, on everything. But you should be able to defend why you believe what you believe. And you should be able to tell people why you think this way. Uh, and to me, it's common sense. And uh, Uh, The radio is the funnest thing I do. I love it. Uh, It's a passion of mine. Uh, I want to get syndicated. So uh, someday, hopefully, everybody in the world will be able to hear this show. So uh, I appreciate you calling Deborah. I I know you've never been through my training. I know it's a little uncomfortable sometimes being on the radio. But I just want to know, you've done such a great job. There are so many people's lives you've affected. I know you're on the outside of the company I work for, and you're not having anything to do with it. But you've had a lot to do with it because the people who are running it, the people who are interacting, uh, have been influenced by you. So uh, I just want you to know you're doing a great job. Uh, Your family is incredible. And so uh, you've done a great job as well. So uh, anything you'd like to add before I let you go?
3: Uh, No, just God bless you and keep working so hard. America needs you. And so does God.
4: Amen. Amen. I appreciate that very much. God bless you, Deborah. Have a great day, okay? You too. All right. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, that's what I love. You know, she doesn't know what we do in the training. She doesn't know any of the details, and yet she has seen it. And not just from a son, uh, but from people that she's known as uh, her family's had a huge business, and she's seen people on the outside in social events and functions. And so these are like friends of hers as well. And so this is what I'm talking about. This is not fluff. This is not a facade. This is not, you know, let me pump you up and get you excited for a couple days and then you go away. This is really inside-out training. I teach you how you work. I help you unpack what's in your head and heart, uh, clean it up, and then put it back together in a better way. And so after the break, we're going to have another guest who, again, has not been through my training, uh, but uh, has a lot of people who's worked for him who've been through my training. And I want you to hear from him the impact that this is having on people's personal and professional life. I'm Black. We'll be right back.
8: Hi, this is Tim from the Kingdom Builders. We've been asked about the shingles we install and if they protect against the dark stains we see a lot of in Minnesota. Be aware that not all shingles are created equal. We know there's many companies out there that are installing nice-looking shingles, but if they don't have algae protection built in, they can start to show dark stains and streaks within the first couple of years. The main manufacturers of the shingles Kingdom Builders recommends have focused on tackling that issue, up to and including a limited lifetime warranty against black algae stains. Speaking of warranties, shingle companies can have confusing rules and coverage for workmanship issues. We, however, offer a lifetime labor warranty on our workmanship. It's rarely happened, but if our professional crews make a mistake in installation, we will fix it. Not just for the first 30, 60, or 90 days, but for the life of the product. We hope that gives you a sense of trust in working with the Kingdom Builders. So call us at 612-900-9166 or go to thekingdombuilders.com. Remember,
1: we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life.
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And character counts, ladies and gentlemen. Why do I bring up character? Because character is an inside-out trait. People can put on a facade, people can fake it, people can check boxes, people can show up, but in my training it's intense. It's 48 hours, so we start on Thursday night, we go all day Friday into early morning and all day Saturday and we're done at 5 o'clock and usually about 24 hours into it because a lot of people show up and just think they're going to play the game, check the boxes do good enough uh, and just get through the class and then they'll go on and they can say they did it. But about 24 hours in the class, what happens is people who are just faking it, who are just putting on the exterior uh, pictures, they hit a wall. Because at some point, it's got to get real. The power source is the heart. The mind is what dictates everything we do and do not do. And yet, we don't work on those two things. Those are inside things And if you want to truly change what's going on the outside, you must start on the inside. Jesus said it best to Nicodemus, right? Nicodemus asked him, well, what do I need to do to enter the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus said, you got to be born again. And Nicodemus said, what? I'm an old man, dude. How am I going to crawl back into my mama's womb? And Jesus shook his head. He said, you need a new spirit. Don't you get what spirit is? The spirit's inside you. The word enthusiasm is inside out. It means of the spirit. It's inside of you. It's inside out. So if you truly want to change your external output, you must go inside to change the heart, to change the thinking, to re- to challenge our mind, to challenge our belief systems. By the time a child is five years old, the majority of their belief systems in place, the map of reality. And yet none of us are five-year-old kids anymore. We're 30, 40, 50 years beyond that, and yet a lot of us are still running old programs. That's why you've got to go on the inside and work yourself out. And so today we're talking outside looking in, and today I have something unique. These are not authors, these are not famous people that I'm, uh, who wrote a book, who did this. They're both famous people in my eyes because uh, they've created a lot of people uh, that I get a chance to impact. Uh, And these two people that you're talking here from today believe in me. Uh, They believe in me not because of me, but they believe in me because of what I've done for others that they love, that they care about, and who walk in their world. So, uh, let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome Terry to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Terry? Doing really well. How are you this morning, Mr. Black? You know, I'm I'm awesome. I'm sitting in your nice, pretty office building here in downtown uh, <laughs> Sacramento, and uh, I got to tell you, it's it's good to be your son because I'm in a nice office and I'm looking out a window, and it's it's really cool, but. Uh, Terry and I uh, don't really know each other. Uh, Terry's never been by the training, but we've become friends outside uh, of the training. And the first time you ever heard about Scott Black or Like It Matters, we were at dinner last night, Terry and I. And it was Brad Desjardins, right? That's how you heard about us the first time? Yeah. Yeah, it was many years ago. Yeah, that's what you said. About 10 years ago we talked, right? Yep. I'd say it about 10 years ago. And Brad's a friend of yours. He uh, has a company called Descor Builders, still here, one of the greatest companies to work for. Uh, I remember every year he'd send me, you know, the Sacramento, whatever the newspaper is here, about the best companies to work for uh, in Sacramento, and Descor was always there. And, you know, we were blessed to work with Brad and Neil and uh, help them create a foundation, make great company. And then when people go through our training, they have friends that want to know what's going on. And so... Ten years ago, we started talking, and uh, uh, we just never uh, uh, connected and got anything done. And then three years ago, uh, I think you sent a nephew through, correct?
9: Right. Yeah. Michael went through the yep. class. Uh, yep. And came back and um, said it was it impacted his life um, in a major way. Said it was an amazing experience, um, change. You know, everyone I everyone yeah. I talk to keeps saying. Change. change, so yeah. uh, changing uh, things about their life. They didn't know they needed to change. So, Yeah,
4: and that was, you know, Matt just came back. You know, one of the things I was think about, Matt is another one of your employees and uh, good guy. He had said that, you know, uh, I think he alluded to that, he came in here thinking, I don't need this. What am I doing here? I don't need this. Right. And then if they keep an open heart and keep an open mind, especially if they're a believer in God, because God says we all fall short of the glory of God. God says, Romans 3.23, that every one of us uh, needs a Savior. We have have the same disease. It's called flesh. uh, And our flesh is broken. uh, But the good news is we have someone that can fix that flesh and make it better. Uh, So finally, though, uh, about a year ago, I think it's been about a year now, finally you got uh, your son Jed uh, to go through. Uh, He went through. And uh, what have you noticed about Jed differently since he's been through the training? No,
9: that's uh, really interesting. You know, um, Jed has always, always been a believer. He's, I I remember as a young, young man um, at the dinner table, you know, he asked God in his life and, you know, he wanted to surrender everything to Jesus. And I, I, I remember that because as a father, you know, those are special moments in life that when your kids do stuff like that. And then, you know, he grew up, went to the military, came back, but uh, when we started Iron Mechanical, you know, he he's the CEO now. And, uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, him going to that class when he came back, it was like, um, you know, it was like, uh, he, God gave me my son back. You know, I mean, I, I oh, see, yeah. you know, that part of, I see Christ in him and, uh, and that, that's, you know, that's what life's all about, you know, family and your, having God and in, in, at your heart and loving your family. And, Doing the best you can, trying to be the best man you can, and, and, and striving for, for something better always, and uh, yeah. not being complacent. So yeah. I've, I've seen well, a that... lot of different things, uh, trying to do things himself.
4: Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's great. Well, that's incredible. And, Terry, you and I are the same age. I think we realized that you're, I think, two years older than me or something. And we were raised with differently than people were raised a God, family, country. Uh, you're going to make mistakes, and you just oh, get over them. You pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, you learn from it, and you do better next time. Uh, you have compassion and, and mercy. You don't hold a grudge. It doesn't serve you well. I mean, to, to you and I, those things are such common sense, and today, they're so foreign. But but what you did, Terry, is you did what God told you, is you uh, put that in him at a young age. You raised them up in the way of God, and then God says he, they always come back. And uh, and Terry, I, I don't know if I've ever said this publicly, Uh, but you've given me one of the greatest gifts that anybody's ever given me. Uh, And I'll tell you what it was when, uh, not knowing you well, you and I've talked a few times over the years, uh, but when we talked after your son came back, uh, now I don't know you and you really don't know me, you know a lot of people who know me, you know I've made a big impact on a lot of people you know, but you started crying on the phone, you got emotional, and you said you gave me my son back. Uh, He's walking with God. Uh, and to this day, I get a little emotional talking about Terry because, you know, I want to, I want to hear those words from my God, my, my daddy, Abba, well done, black, well done, my good and faithful servant, enter into my rest. And, you know, I doubt myself. I have struggles, you know, I'm not the best businessman in the world. I'm a great trainer. So we all have struggles. There are sometimes you wonder if I've ever taken my training, nevertheless written my training. So, uh, so we're all flawed, but, um. To hear those words from you uh, I, to, to this day is one of the greatest rewards I've ever gotten uh, for what I do. And, uh, and it, you were in a transition, right? I mean, you created Iron Mechanical uh, years ago. And when you created Iron Mechanical, how did you do it? You know, we've been talking about this as we create a new mission and vision going forward. I, I mean, you had a lot of faith involved you were afraid. I mean, tell us a little bit about your mindset when you said, I'm going to start my own, uh, company. What was the mindset that drove that?
9: Oh, well, there was a lot of fear and a lot of doubt and uh, a lot of things. Uh, I had a, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine who, you know, was, uh, Steve Ayers, who was, uh, you know, financially, uh, offering to support me and get me started and, you know, a good friend. Um, so we, we, you know, and Jed was with me and, so we decided we were going to start a business with a success plan, plan uh at the very beginning which most people never do yeah but it was one of those things where um I spent a lot of time on my knees uh praying about everything um so many things I didn't know but um but I didn't really stop going uh forward just not not looking back just there was no there was no room for failure uh there was a room for for faith and trust and, and knowing that, you know, nothing good comes easy and, um, yep. you can only do, you can only build great things around great people. And, uh, yep. so it wasn't about me. It was, it was really about God's plan. And we were trying to f- fulfill it and he gave us the opportunity to do it. And, um, you know, we, we did the best we can. And, and here we are today been very blessed, uh, yeah. With so many wonderful people, and that's what makes a great business. It's great people. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it, well, it, it was uh, it was fun. It's been yeah. fun. Well,
4: <laughs> well, you know, the cool thing is as we start breaking down, because you know, basically, you created this uh, this company called Iron Mechanical, uh, and now you have the succession plan and you, to to have Jed eventually become CEO, and all the stuff that you plan, you prepared, it, it, is happening. But the interesting thing is as we attempt to see what did Terry do to lay the foundation for what is today called iron mechanical. Uh, and the irony is that, you know, uh, we're, we're figuring all these things out. And as I'm talking to you, they, they aren't skills. They were all attitudes. No. They were about faith. They were about commitment. They're about not looking backwards. They're about doing whatever you knew how to do, doing it well. And whatever you didn't know how to do, figuring it out. Right. And we talked about this and see all those yeah. Terry are inside out things. All those things are our character, Terry, they're not that you went to the best business school, right? You didn't go to the best business school, did you? No. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right? Right? <laughs> yeah, you see what I'm saying? You just had to make it happen. Uh, bailing wire, chewing gum, shoestring, you know, you were the MacGyver. But what you had as your pilot was God. What you had as your greatest weapon and tool was faith. And that faith created fearlessness. That said, I'm going to go forward and I'm not looking backwards. And we're getting ready to go hard break, Terry. Uh, After the break, I want to talk about, you know, what are we doing now? How do we move forward? How we're putting Jet in place and taking your core values, your core spirit, and implementing uh, so that we can take Iron Mechanical to the next level. So stay with me. We're getting ready to go to some commercial breaks. We'll be back in three minutes with Terry.
5: That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing
6: in Paris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. After nearly three decades on the sidelines as an Emmy Award-winning reporter, Michelle Tafoya is now coaching us through today's insanity. Check out Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya for her unique and sane perspective. You'll hear from players, coaches, subject matter experts, and key players in the political sphere. Stream Sideline Sanity with our MVP, Michelle Tafoya, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com.
1: The right to the people to
2: keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Take a listen to this comparison
7: of other training to leadership awakening.
8: For probably two-thirds of my
4: Education and application. I am Black and we are back, and I am in the beautiful city of Sacramento, California. I'm sitting in an incredible office of Iron Mechanical, uh, and I'm talking to the founder, um, and I'm not sure what your actual title is anymore, Terry, but the founder of Iron Mechanical, Terry Rissi. Again, Terry, I want to thank you so much for your hospitality for opening up your business to me, for opening up your family and your employees to me. Uh, you're a good man. I don't care what you say about yourself, okay? <laughs> yeah, I always say that. If other, if other people said to us what we say to ourselves, Terry, right? I, I used to say all the time, I don't say this much, I met the enemy, and he's living in my shorts. Because if other people said to me the trash talk that I do in my head, I'd, I'd punch him, man. I'd never tolerate that from someone else. But, uh you know, uh Well critics, that's for sure. Amen, amen. And uh you know, uh you know, your friends like Brad Jardin, and uh you know, you got your son now uh Jed going through and uh you know as we transition this thing, because you did put a succession plan in place and I work with a lot of companies. I work with Coca Cola, Kraft and and those that are interested in our training, you can go to like it dot net. Uh, check it out. Uh, just finished a class in Vegas. I'll be in Dallas November 10th through 12th uh, with the class, and then our final class of the year, uh, hopefully uh, December 1 through 3, and hopefully uh, the gentleman on the phone with me will get a good chance to finally go through the class. But uh, um, the succession plan that you put in place years ago uh, is coming to fruition right now. And you know, you and I were talking, but uh, it's a cool thing. But it's also a little different, right? I mean, you built this. This is your blood, sweat, and tears. This is your passion. And this is what I saw a lot of uh, founders that go through, even though they have a succession plan, that as that succession has taken place, there's some uh, interesting feelings. I mean, you think that's fair? You kind of got some feeling going on about the whole thing that's taken place, good and sometimes a little confusing?
9: Yeah, it's really It is. Uh, interesting is a good good word for yeah. it. Sometimes you feel, uh, you know, you're used to being in the middle of the fire, right? I yeah. mean, you're in the middle of fire on everything, and then you know, you, you you spend so much time training people to be able to do things on their own, and your goal and ultimate goal is to not be needed, and uh, you know, that's the opposite of what the, the you know what the human <laughs> mind really yep. wants is to not be needed. Yep. Uh, you know, we all have a desire for being needed, uh, yep. but to. Be able to let go, and when you, in, and when you see you're not needed so much, uh, to be able to celebrate that, instead of uh, go, what the hell? How come I'm not? Why am I not? <laughs> I, I didn't get a call. Yeah. I didn't know about this. Yeah. I didn't know about that. But you know, I think with your class, uh, you know, following up on that is, uh, you know, when you know, like Jed came back from your class, I, you know, one of the big things I've seen is is trying to run on his own and uh you know we've for so many years 13 years been you know talking 20 times a day you know about this and that and everything and you know seeing him kind of running on his own and you know trying to build his own his own uh, uh plan and his future and and uh putting plans together so it's uh really cool to see and and then uh being able to see our other guys come in you know our yeah. other leaderships mark brad my son-in-law brad who i love dearly he's you know he's been with us since day one wow. well, brad came back and he, he's all fired so what what happens is a business can be around for a lot of years and as a business is around for a lot of years what happens is they they get stagnant you know they get to where they're you know they're not vibrant like they were in the beginning and everyone was excited because it was new you know it's like you buy a new car and it's really cool you know you drive that car <laughs> and then after a few years it's like you know you get a hundred thousand miles on it, it's like man you know, you kind of lose interest in the car. It's like, okay, you know, it's not all right. I mean, it's, you know, it's the best. But what's happening with this here whole revival of Iron Mechanical is what I call it, is everybody cool. who's going to the class coming back revived and fired up. And it's like we are having a new chance here. So,
4: yeah. Uh, I love the motion, Terry. Uh, people, people are excited yeah. to run right now. Everyone's running again. And that's, you yeah. know continuous improvement that's how you get yeah and and the world's weighing down on people people don't get that the world's weighing down a lot of a lot of us feel we lost our country a lot of us don't know what we're supposed to be men don't know am i supposed to be masculine am i supposed to be feminine i mean there's a lot of confusion out there and when we're confused we can't commit we we don't walk sure-footedly and so my class gives people opportunity to clean up the cobwebs to ask and answer important questions you know who am i why am i here what's my purpose if today was my last day on this planet, it did it matter one bit that I was given the gift of life. And so that's what happens. We give them down deep. And you have such a diverse people. And I gotta tell you, Terry, one thing that you've done well is you put good people around you. Uh, I've fallen in love with every single person you've sent. You've sent now about a dozen people. Uh, and, man, good people. Good people who are committed uh, who have a passion for iron mechanical, have a passion for the community of Sacramento, uh, and so uh, you've done well with that regards. And and um, you know, today I'm going to be here. We're going to be working on mission, vision, uh, kind of put into place to the next level. But can I can I suggest to you, Terry, what 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 you sending people to like it matters and leadership awakening has done? Uh, it, I think before this that people were managing what what Terry had created. Uh, Iron Mechanical, where it was at, it was kind of in the management mode. This is what Terry created. We've all been here, been a part of it, and let's manage it. And I don't think it was a conscious thing. And I think, believe really what the shift has taken place is since they've been back now. Now they're ready to lead it to the next level, to take what you did to keep those core values and then to elevate them to the next level. So what is Terry Rissi excited about with Iron Mechanical? What are you excited about, Terry? Well, just that. It's, um, you know, I,
9: it's neat to see little bits and pieces of, uh, leadership come out and, and, you know, we were in a meeting the other day, Mark, you know, he's, he's, uh, you know, he's family, you know, he's been with yeah. us forever. I worked with his father, uh, but, you know, seeing, you know, him be really humbled the other day and, and, you know, just said, Hey, yeah, I took my eye off that I should have focused on that better. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's leadership that's that's what leadership's all about you you know you you admit your mistakes admit where you're should have done better and then you you keep running forward and and you know it's uh you know you're all going in the same direction and instead of uh finger pointing and any of that kind of stuff that's not that's not leadership leadership is you know being humble enough to help people get to where they need to go and from where i'm sitting i'm starting to see a lot you know seeing it mark you know and then you got matt going there brendan went jason i mean i am seeing all these all these people that are they they want to do better you know i think okay. the normal people in life want to do good things right mm-hmm. they just yep. really you know sometimes need a little help getting to where they can to be able to do those great things and i i'm seeing the the team kind of forming right now just before my eyes i see it forming and everyone's getting excited and they want to take on responsibility they're wanting to be um, they want to own this they want to own something they want to they want to have their own business that they built their own model and yep. uh they're trying to create that and it's uh it's pretty it's pretty interesting to watch
4: oh and, and I'm an honored to be a part of it you know I was looking at your your core values for iron mechanical uh you know fair fearless aggressive innovative trustworthy honorable and you know what's interesting i got this six pillars of character uh, from this website, LCISD, just Googled it, just kind of curious what that was. And you ready for these? Trustworthiness, yeah. respect, responsibility, fairness, caring, and citizenship. In other words, do you share, uh, do you share uh, to make your home, school, community, and greater work better, world better cooperate? That's what you were just talking about. And so I just want you to think about the core values that you built Iron Mechanical and the core values uh that are in your mission and vision that you look for people those values those core values are the same core values that are basically six pillars of character and I just brought these up found these on the internet has nothing but that shows you cuz you're walking with God because you have common sense uh you put the right things in the right place and it's growing well now growing well so uh Terry, uh, any last words before I let you go off the phone? And I got to get to work. You're paying me to be here. I got to get to work, man. <laughs> so, any last words? Yeah. Uh, what my would you last, like to say?
9: My last, my last thoughts are that you know, I you say that I built and I you know, I I I really never looked at I built this. You know, I I, I was involved in coming up with the name and coming up with the direction and coming up with the vision. And uh, you know, I mean, I was fired up uh, to go somewhere and to do great things. And I knew that God was going to bless us, but, um, I couldn't have done what I did really never did anything by myself. Uh, so to speak, it was, it was really, uh, it was a team of effort, you know, uh, Jed and Brad, I mean, I'll I'll go on Steve, you know, Steve added great value in a lot of ways. I mean, there, there are so many, so many great people in my life and that's what made, you know, iron successful was, was great people. Amen. So envision, you know, obviously a lot, but, you know, God bless uh, me by putting uh, people who knew what I didn't know in my life. <laughs>
4: well, well, remember, like-minded people, <laughs> like-minded people, direct like-minded people. So, all right, my friend, Well, I'm in your office, I'll see you when you get here, okay? <laughs> all right, buddy. All right, buddy. God bless Bye. you, Terry. So, likeitmatters.net. If you want to live your life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. My job here is to remind you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
5: You're smart. When that last storm damaged your roof, you didn't talk to all the contractors that descended on your neighborhood. Nope, you called a local contractor that you knew you could trust. You called JTR Roofing. JTR Roofing lives, works in, and supports your community. You did your homework. You checked their online reviews. You even asked a couple of their customers how they felt about them. And that just confirmed that you made the right choice. You don't make snap decisions just because someone tells you they're certified to install home improvement products. You dig for the truth. And you know from experience that JTR Roofing is licensed, bonded, and certified to install roofing, siding, windows, and gutters. JTR also made working with your insurance company a breeze. So when the storm clouds gather and the wind picks up, you smile and relax. Because you know that JTR Roofing is your local, full-service storm damage company. And JTR will be there long after the storm passes. JTRRoofingInc.com.